and welcome to episode 23. Today we're going to talk about conventions, do's, don'ts, what type of conventions to go to, who you're going to go to, what we're going to see, and a couple of extra special things right before media section. Kathy, you got a problem with your jaw? You okay? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so we're going to be working on that. Uh, and before we do anything, let's get with our normal tradition of our drinks. Kathy, you seem like you're really having a good time. What are you drinking today? I, uh, I've gone back to the, uh, the Sapphire Well. Okay. And I'm having the old-fashioned tonic water with it. And then I'm also drinking coffee as is my natural state. Sweet. John, what you up to? Uh, about five foot nine and a half. Excellent. Sweet. Uh, I have a uh, a screwdriver, of course, um, because hey, orange juice is cheap and vodka is cheap, <laughs> and I think I'm gonna finish off this uh, caramel uh, vodka that's been sitting up here for a while as my shot. Caramel I think vodka. I'm pretty sure it's gonna be horrific, but we'll see. Hmm. Probably will be. Um, let's see. Today, I'm gonna work on some more of the sortilege. And then I'm going to. Like I don't 20. have waffles, so <laughs> you got to save them for the waffles. Damn it! I, I, I do, I do, I do have some for the waffles. I do have just a little bit. Clarifying, for the waffles. Uh, he does not have it for the waffles. He no, has it for, for the waffles. waffles. The and... have it, I mean, he should have some for the waffles too if he goes to uh, Adepticon. All our Canadian friends bring us sortilege. Well, hopefully I can get some more because I need to fill back up because I won't have much by the time it comes around. Uh, and then I have, I'm going to be drinking a Mother's Winter Grind. Um, uh -oh. The Coffee Stout, it's in Springfield, Missouri, so it's kind of local-ish. Um, really good. One of my favorite beers right now. What's it called? It's, call, it's called Mother's Brewing Company called Coffee Stout Winter Grind. Huh. It's really good coffee stout. I mean, it's a smaller bottle, but it's really, really good. Um, if you are on... Also, before we get started, uh, if anybody is on um, Facebook Live, please type something in chat. Uh, they've been doing a bunch of changes to it, so we're not sure if it's working or not. And, John, if you can keep track of that, I would appreciate it. No. No, no keeping track of it. Ugh, I'm just one man. <laughs> so if I mean, I weigh enough for two men, so I guess that'll count. I, uh, so, I have it on. Okay. Um, they've been doing uh, a bunch of changes to um, XSplit on Facebook Live stuff. So if we don't get a message, please let, let our listeners, you know, see it so we can get in through it. Um, other than that, guys, if you don't remember, we want to thank Broken Egg Games for sponsoring our podcast. Um, they're doing a lot of good stuff for us, and we'll have some big announcements hopefully soon. We're hating to hear them back. Uh, so other than that, let's go ahead and give with our cheers. Everybody Cheers. be good to each other. Good. Cheers. Mm. Oh, man, that's good. Mm. So, the caramel vodka? <laughs> <laughs> silence. Silence from John. <laughs> I don't think that's silence. This can't be good. <laughs> it is not a flavor I would want in vodka. <laughs> Ever again. Well, I mean, i got to finish the rest of this. Oh, yeah. Finish it First, up. Take it down. Is it like medicine? 
You know, it mix well with some uh, some cherry Nyquil, I think. Well, <laughs> Robitussin. But I think that leads to the dark side, so I'm going to avoid that. Oh uh, yeah, it's, uh, oh, it's, uh, it's uh, a thing that happened. The listeners um, can't see my revulsion in my face. It was there, though. You don't like Cherry Nyquil? No. Cherry Nyquil is the bomb diggity. <laughs> Almost as, betty as, pe- be- as good as Pepto-Bismol. Yeah, drink up. Standard <laughs> Pepto-Bismol, not the Cherry Nyquil. <laughs> you know what? I like the Pepto-Bismol. I'm okay with that. You acquire taste from when your stomach is horrific, so. Well, that's a different story. Um, right. Guys, before we get started... Uh, make sure you hit like and a follow on our Twitch stream. If you're watching Facebook, please come over to Twitch and like us and subscribe to our channel. Also, make sure you go to our Facebook group and like us and follow us there. It helps us out a lot. shows us what we're doing. It also helps you out because it will give you notifications whenever we post new fun uh, live things like this. Yep. Yeah. And also when we do like spur of the moment, like I'll come on and do some painting for free or, you know, just yeah. oh, I need to do it. Also, you'll want to do that because we will be doing some live streaming. Um, maybe from the various conventions that we're going to be at this year. And also, oh, I'll be streaming something uh, Wednesday nights. Not every Wednesday night, but some Wednesday nights that will come up later. Uh, also, if you want to help us out, help us pay the bills, keep the lights going, uh, bring new content, bring new things for you. Please subscribe to our Patreon account. Um, we got plenty of different levels. If something fits your need. Put in for it. Um, also, if you're really, really awesome, Kathy's painting a really cool miniature, I'm guessing, this year? Or this month? What are you painting for I this am, month? I am. The, uh, the miniature this month, um, and I'm sure you can't can't see this, but I'll hold it up anyways. It's uh, that looks like uh, one of the uh, avatar old... of, uh, yes, of, uh, what's yeah. Colette uh, Pan- from uh, Yeah, Colette Dubois. I keep saying Pandora, but I know it's not right. It's Colette Dubois and the Showgirls. Oh. Um, yeah, so I have two that I'm painting, and I'm I'm using them for two different tutorials. One is going to be painting flames, and the next one after painting flames is going to be uh, painting object source lighting. Sweet. So once we once we paint their flames. Then after that, I will show people how to paint the reflection of those flames on their person. And, and those those figures will be given away as uh, raffle figures when they're finished. So Sweet. You can't get those figures anymore, guys. Nope. Nope. <laughs> and if you want to see the tutorial on how she does uh, object source lighting, subscribe to our $5 account. If you want to be in the chance to win one of the miniatures... Uh, subscribe to 15 and if you're awesome like chris johnson you subscribe to our 20 dollar level where john will have to sing you've got the touch on air live next month yes one of us will serenade and next month is john's turn yep uh unless something uh stops it i think we should try and do it like next week with the uh the super bowl no, no? We, no, we have to do it after. We have to do it every because we, in case someone else comes in and bids on it, also we want them to have a chance in the fulfillment of making you sing on air. Okay. So we always do it the month after we put it out. That way, it goes a full month and gives you a chance. Um, I was going to try and make it part of the Super Super Bowl halftime show. No, it's, that way we can compete. <laughs> 
Uh, See the straight face? I work on the straight face. It's not easy. Uh, by the way, are you going to want music or are you going to do it uh, acapella? Oh, you definitely want music. You don't want me singing anything acapella. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. So, all right. Oh. So, I guess with that, since we're doing I'm going to go ahead and set up uh, the um, paint cam, which will take me just a second because I have to move my camera around and I'll change the screen. I will be upside down. You can see some really cool stuff. Oh, here it comes. Not outro. I hit the wrong button. Uh oh, uh oh. We're having problems. Having problems, having problems, having problems. Uh, okay. Uh oh. Gotta swing the camera around. Look at this awesome steady cam I have going. It's like uh it's yes. like space team. You guys have played space team, right? I have no on, idea what you're talking on your about. Phones, it's a it's an app. Has anybody else listening played space team on on uh their phone? This, this is my phone. It's a little old. It doesn't do games. I'm not even talking to you, John. <laughs> Victory is mine. I didn't know it was a contest. Everything's a contest. <laughs> oh, well, I think All he's right. finally got the camera almost in position. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta look at what he's. So, what are you painting, John? Or uh, Gonzo tonight? I'll see Rape Bomb like Space Team. Oh. I don't think Gonzo's listening to us anymore. He doesn't like us anymore. He's Maybe just... he really did mute me. I can hear you. No, I accidentally muted myself. <laughs> did you really? Yeah. <laughs> hey, we're professionals. <laughs> Let's check this out. Yeah, about that. I mean, to talk to you about that, Kathy. <laughs> but. We, we, we don't, we don't I do not claim to be a professional at anything. Let's get this. Uh, this only look? my profession. Ooh, it's not coming in. It's not focusing in, guys. Hold on a second. Let's go. Let's no, you'll go. figure it out. Yeah. So, don't forget, we also will be giving away this heretic model, which I haven't can't get in focus right now. Oh, that's a uh, machine model. Yeah, it's uh this is the Grimkin heretic. I've never played or nor seen Grimkin played. Now, yep, we'll be giving that away because we were doing an object source lighting. I'll be giving that away uh, soon. After I finish it, it is almost done. i got to do some little touch-up work on it, and then we can get what we need done on it. I'm going to try to get the camera situated just a little bit better and in focus just a bit. Did you use that uh, crackle paint on his base? Yeah, it did. I did it like my Grimkin that I use for my game, my Grimkin. Gotcha. Um, I've been looking at base uh, painting ideas for my uh, ad mech, and everyone's like, paint it like Mars, use crackle basing. I'm like, no, Q, I'm doing something different. So it's almost done. Just got to do some touch up, and I'm going to base and, and mark it, then mark the base. So other than that, so that's going to be given away also. That's just going to be given away to someone watching live when we're done with it, or when I'm done with it. And oh. this is what I'm going to be working on today. I gotta add a little bit of black to him. This is a That's Chaos Warrior. Chaos Warrior. It's the leader model. Yes, uh -huh. he's so shiny. Well, he's primed black. I just so need to add a little pretty. bit more. But what I want yeah. to talk about before we get started with it is what I want to paint and how I want to paint it. Now, of course, my Bissell Army is what it's going to be for, and so what I want to do is I want to turn this sword into like lava flame. 
sort of like. Look at this, guys. Look at this. We worked on it last week, and look at it now. Ooh, yeah, that's so legit warm. as shit. And that turned, that turned out so cool looking. I had to redo yeah. some touch-ups on the top of the rocks because the yellow got onto it just from quick dry brushing. But what did I think? Cool? Yeah, it looks good. Yep. Because what's going to happen is I actually have one of the other guys. Um, and the base is like this. And like one guy will sit here. I'll glue him down. And like here's the musician. And he'll sit like right here on the rock. And then the standard bearer. We'll sit like on the rock. And then each of the sides, every rock except for these little small four in the back, will have a person on it for regimental because it's Kings of War. That's cool. That's going to be really cool. Yeah, because I'm going to glue them all down so I don't have to do anything with them. They just, I just pick up the base and move the base off. So you have to go move models. So how many do you need to get on it for rules wise? Uh, half plus one. So if you play the, if, it, if it's a 20 man unit. It only has to be 11 models. And this is what it is. a 20-man unit, so it only has to have 11 models on it. Uh, if it's a that's, 40, 21. That's the like thing that. I like about Kings of War is the, the way you can do fun things with the bases and use those unit fillers rather than having, you know, 40 guys, you know, shoulder to shoulder in the regiment. Yeah, yeah I think when GW was doing Fantasy, they got a little too into the regiment. And it, it it both hampered their ability to make new models that were dynamic and hampered what they could do with the bases because, let's be honest, those Chaos Warriors on 25s do not, I mean, do not fit well in regiments. Yeah. No. And I had that same problem putting together Chaos um, Marauder Horsemen, trying to rank them up and their feet would, would get in the way of the feet of the guy next to them. Yep. Mm-hmm. Which is, I would. Uh, this leads to some very good thematic bases. If you, like I said, if you saw the post that I did on Kings of War uh, mm -hmm. yesterday, you'll see there were some incredible basing models uh, oh, yeah. that are going on. Um, so right now I'm just going to fill in where I need to put some black in because I'm going to do a lot of dry brushing in a little bit. Mm-hmm. So uh, what are you doing, doing that white? You, I'm sorry. Are you doing that white kind of uh, high brush? Uh, Dry brushing to pick out the highlights and stuff? Nope. I am doing a metal dry brush. I'm going to do this super oh, easy okay. and super quick right for the armor. Uh, pretty much what, happened, what I'm going to do is uh, the metal plates are going to be a darker metal dry brush. And then um, the sword's going to be a glowing lava sword. Um, horns are going to be a horned color. Uh, pick out... Pick out the just horn a color? Bit. Yep. The black horn, horn color? The white horn color? The white horn color. Um, and then, or the horn color that gently gradates from brown to uh, off white. Oof, fuck that. Respectfully. And then of course, uh, <laughs> brown fur. And I don't know if I'm going to do the cloak brown or maybe a lava. Make it kind of. If you brown fur, like, brown fur. You can't do the brown cloak. It'll be too yeah, much brown. Yeah, you need a contrast yeah. unless or, you're doing light, light brown fur and dark yeah. brown uh, yeah. cape. I think you need to do a color, just something to make them stand out a little yeah. bit. I because, mean, you might as well go chaos and do a dark red. Yeah, or something of that nature. Can't uh, go wrong with dark red cloaks. It's it's a classic for a reason. Yeah. Yep. So I'm just going to get uh, black in it and black in the recesses so the dry brush does really well. But let's go ahead and get started with what we're supposed to be talking about today. We are going to be talking about, and make sure I don't get off screen. 
because I can't look at the screen and do this. Uh, conventions. Let's start off with, we all go to conventions, or we all try to go to conventions, and want to go to conventions. Thank you. What are some do's and don'ts when going to a convention? Kathy? Uh, don't expect that your Facebook friends, people you've never met that you know on Facebook, are going to know who you are when you approach them and say hi. You have to introduce yourself to them by name. <laughs> Crazy talk, but definitely. Yeah, that's. I have to deal with that a lot because one, I don't put my face on Facebook a lot, uh, very rarely because of my job. You don't have a giant nose and all. No, You're not a muppet. I'm not. I, I'm, I'm a real cool muppet, but I'm not. He has cool. big googly eyes, though. Oh, googly, googly eyes! Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so every once in a while, like, are you Gonzo? I'm like, yeah, I'm Gonzo. We're like, oh, okay, cool. Because the first time I met Soshi, she was like. Hey. She was like, oh, you're Gonzo. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, I know. He goes, well, you don't put your Facebook. You know, I'm like, I can't. My job doesn't allow me to do that. So, all right. What else? Uh, well, of course, uh, was it? Uh, we've had a couple uh, comments in the, of the chat room of the basics. Do hygiene? bathe. Do wear deodorant. Yes. Hygiene. Always hygiene, go yeah. for hygiene. What? Or, Legionnaire's Mouth John's one, two, threes. One bath, two meals, and three hours of sleep. I would call that definitely <laughs> yeah. a bare minimum. But the, honestly, the way the way we've gotten so social as as a group, war gamers, I, I would be surprised if we didn't all get three good square meals in a day at cons just to hang out and talk with everyone. Correct. Or at least uh, lots of drinks. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely get the meals. And if you're only going to do less meals, make them big and... Do it with everyone. Don't go and just eat by yourself unless you're getting a quick snack. Just get people together and just go out and chat. It's and, great. And, and make sure that they're don't just eat candy and junk all the time either. Get some good protein or something in here that's going to fill you up. And Animal give... crackers and 7-Up? Yeah. Have some, uh, have some nuts. <laughs> <laughs> you forgot who our audience is, don't you? <laughs> um... No. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Eating nuts is a good idea. See, John agrees. So, yeah, when my favorite convention was right near a Target, it was so great to be able to go over there and get some actual groceries. Yes. So this sounds like a tourist thing, but since I often have some sort of uh, satchel, man purse, if you will, uh -huh. with me, I will squirrel away granola bars, little snacks, packs of peanuts, whatever, maybe a bottle of water. That's just me room temperature in there. Just so in a pinch, you've got something. Correct. It's uh, always good to bring something. Yeah. I mean, honestly, when we went to a couple different, I don't say conventions, but they were larger tournaments that might as well be conventions. Uh, I mean, I would have, you know, enough for everyone. Like, oh, yeah, here's a granola bar. Here's something fill in just to get you by until we actually eat. That stuff's a great idea. Package of Oreos. And uh, if you're a diabetic, talk to my friend Scott. Um, make sure you bring something. And if you know, if you had a friend that's diabetic, bring something for them too. Just have a crackers and whatever. Yeah. Because cause if you notice you tired, that guy, if you notice that guy getting spacey and starting to kind of slur his words a little, you need to give him a candy bar. Yeah. Yeah. It's just uh, looking out for each other. They, they also mentioned, uh, stay hydrated. Absolutely. A hundred percent. Water, 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 no matter how much alcohol you get, keep drinking water. 
Yes. <laughs> you do not be a dick, absolutely. But that's Wheaton's laws in effect everywhere. I would yeah. say that it is, is a, that is a law to live your life by. And and if you don't follow it, it's probably because you're not able to because you can't recognize when you're being a dick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is a pass, but you know, a little respect for your fellow people. Hundred percent. And if you feel like you're getting to be a dick because you're getting frustrated in the game or just the area is getting to you because there's too many people, walk out. Go outside for a minute. Take a break. Get away from everybody for a bit. I'm letting this drop uh, for a second. Don't uh, ever think that you can fill all of your time with scheduled events. You will always want time to do something else. You might need to go to the dealer room. You might just want to hang out with people. If you schedule yeah. your convention like it's, I do this, then I do this, then I eat lunch, then I do this, then I do this, you're not going to enjoy as much as if you get to talk to people. It's rough. You're going to burn out, and then you're going to wish that you had made some time to talk to the people you know that are from five states over that you don't get to see all the time. Or yeah, the people you might- who are coming in from other countries. You might meet your new best friend there because that happens a lot, and you need to hang out and chat with them. I mean, uh, you know, make time for some pickup games, just whatever. Just try not to schedule too many events. That it's it's easy to get in that. Like, I want to make the most of my time at this convention. We'll do everything. You can't do everything. Mm-mm. Pick and choose. You're gonna have to. There's a reason they do it every year. So you come back the next year and do different stuff or the I same see- stuff if it was good enough. I see the adept posting. Do go to Starfest in Denver. I don't know Starfest. I'm not familiar with that one, and I feel like I now have to go and Google it. <laughs> Let's take a look. Starfest, uh, April twenty twenty second. Never heard of it. Uh, it looks like <clears throat> a, a good sci fi con. They got some uh, good guests and all. Yeah, I mean, if you're in that area, oh, check it like out. A, looks like a media con. Is it? Is it just a media, you know, media comic con kind of a thing? Could be interesting. Or is there actual tabletop uh, games going on there? Oh, it looks the like Adept it's zero two four. <laughs> who it, is it looks like it's more Twitter. of a standard, you know, you know, sci-fi con, which is cool. I don't see any any games listed on their event thing, which is fine. I, I mean, those Jonathan those conventions are good to go to. Uh, that's what made me think it's a media con. Seeing yeah. uh, Jonathan Frakes as a as a special guest. Oh, he says they actually also have a games con at the same time, which is cool. That's cool. Yeah, that's a good way to get a lot out of your uh, a lot of your time there. So yeah, look at that. Look for other events in the city. The time the con's going on. Maybe you can show up a little bit earlier. Um, and do something else. Uh, my buddy, not brushhead Dave, uh, when he went to uh, Gen Con the first time, showed up extra early. And there's not a lot to do in Indianapolis, but they had a zoo and all that. He went and looked at all that stuff and, and oh, got yeah. to go around. Uh, when he went to the uh, WTC and played in the Open Masters, he spent a lot of time, booked a lot of time going around London because it was the drop stop off point on the way there. And went around Amsterdam the year he went. So, I mean, there's a lot of stuff you can do. You need to need to look at that. You can make a good, solid, you know, week out of that stuff. You're taking time off already. 
you might as well look into what else you can do at the same time. Uh, if your money is available, look to see if there's a Geek Nation tour to whatever con you go to. Those guys do a great oh, job. Absolutely, yeah. It's it's top notch dollar wise, but they do a great great job. All right. So yeah, I mean, take a look at that. That's 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 a good idea when you're there. I mean, that's sort of meta con. It's outside the con, but it's related. Yeah, yeah. And if you're going to do stuff with friends who are are also in town because of the convention, just as you say, John, that's a great idea. I mean, maybe you have friends nearby. I have some friends who live in all sorts of cities. Maybe you try and see them. Like I've thought of going to. Um, Oh, you were just talking about it, Kathy. It's in San Diego. Comic Con? No. WonderCon. Kingdom Con. Kingdom Con. <laughs> uh, my my niece lives out there, so I mean I might maybe I go see her a little bit while I'm out there if I try and go out there. Uh, I've been thinking out trying to save money for a trip out there. I haven't been to the West Coast in a long time. I would you know, love to go to Kingdom Con. Yeah, um uh Archidan, uh who also sponsors the media section. Uh, Tectonic Craft Studios actually said it's a great time. He really, really wanted me to go, but I'm like, look, dude, that's a long way and a hard time, but I'll look it into is. it. It is, but they have painting classes there, and uh, you know, I have a lot of friends who who do that convention. I am uh, now doing my next color, which I saw is uh, pig iron for my dry brushing, just to get a good, solid metal look to it. Oh, I think everyone saw it. You posted perfectly, sir. Good. <laughs> All right. Any more uh, do's and don'ts? Because we're actually getting some other questions, too, if we want to answer those as well. Ooh, let's go with questions. Getting right, well, some hobby questions. Oh. Yeah, well, so some hobby questions. Uh, the addict wants to know, uh, how do you feel about the GW dry brush paints? I thought they were weird when I looked into the bottles when I was at my local Games Workshop store, and they had a paint bar. I uh, they had all the all the paints out that you could use, um, and they were really thick. And I guess that's to enable you to, to dry brush without having to blot the the brush on a, on a rag or something. But I am told that they also dry out really fast. Those well, particular paints kind of makes sense the way they're made. But yeah, I haven't tried them myself either. Mm -hmm. um, I don't think I would. Dry brushing is one of the few things I can actually do competently. Yep. Yeah, you don't you don't need a special mixture to uh, to do the dry brushing if you have a nice brush that's got uh, stiff bristles, like the the old GW dry brush. Now I don't oh, know what their were... new brushes are like. I still have my old GW dry brushes. Those brushes but are also, legit as shit. We'll take uh, you know just a cheap you know big old brush and and cut the uh just cut the bristles shorter and use that for dry brushing that works really well and as long as you're you know just blotting the the paint on a rag or a towel or something you know to get the excess off and i always end up uh testing the bristles on my thumb before i apply it to the model just to make sure that I don't have too much wet paint still on the brush, that it's mm -hmm. going to be the right consistency. You know, I've never had a problem just using regular paints to dry brush. Uh, I, I've had a little bit of problem occasionally with, with uh, PP paints, but that's just because they're so watery. To be, they, they got 
good watery context anyways, but oh, yeah. you can easily fix that just by just by taking care of it. Yeah. I mean you come out and put it on your palate for a little bit, give it a couple give it a minute or two to dry a little bit, then start taking it and dry wiping it off on your paper towel. You should be fine. Um, God, this is probably one for you since uh, none of us are necessarily in the know on this. Mm-hmm. Do you know much about Kings of War Ratkin? Legionnaires wants to know. Um, I don't know much about their rules, but they're pretty much Skaven. That's the best way to put it. Gotcha. Um, I, I haven't looked into a lot of the armies and the rules. There's just been a couple that I was kind of thinking about. Um, but they're a huge infantry list. Um, a lot of horde style type stuff. Uh, but if you have a Skaven army and you want to play it, that's going to be the army you're going to be able to use your models in and use them a lot. Um, I did see a pretty decent one, decent, uh, army out, uh, this last weekend. And, uh, I talked to the guy just for a little bit cause I didn't want to interrupt their games too much. Uh, cause they played, I mean, it's just nonstop, but like any tournament. And he says that they're a horde-style army where you play with a lot of models. Um, they are massive amounts of, of attacks, but don't do a whole lot of damage. So you're not going to get, like, wounding on twos and, you know, stuff like that. You're going to be volume of attacks instead of precision type. Yeah, I was going to say you check out their website to see uh, information on them, but... They actually do not appear to have anything on that on their website. I was just looking at correct because they are a they're not a standard ah. army. Ah, they are one of the, I think the uncharted armies. I'm still learning all the te- techniques. But if you look them up, I think it's a just do a Google search for Ratkins, um, and you'll find a wiki page on Ratkins. Oh, man, those itches need more beer. There is a PDF of it. It's just you can't find it off their website. You have to uh, go through there, go through Google, look up uh, Ratkin Kings of War, and it'll get you right there. It was the number one. Yes. Um, it's, it's like an brute boomers. Yes, there are brute boomers. They're uh, legionnaires. That is part of the army. Yeah. Uh, I will see if this will work as a paste in here. There you go. All right, um, so I got a decent little bit of dry brush just to get a, a, a metallic look. That's uh, looking good. I think I'm going to do a light, uh, a lighter metal on top of it real quick and then do a wash on it. What do you think, Kathy? Let me just double click here so I can see a big picture. See it up close. What was your question now? Um, I think I want to take and do like a, a lighter metal just to kind of hit like with a, a thicker brush. I'm going to use this brush to hit, like, the bigger highlights on the metal. Just your, yeah, and then, I don't see why not, yeah. And then wash it with a, uh, a a metal wash or armor wash of some sort. What do you think? Yeah, just in a few, just in the uh, crevices and over the details. Yeah, just to give it a, a, light, a light touch to it. Um, I think I want to go with... Um, don't summer. ask me about your metal, uh, your metal colors. I... I don't often use metals, and when I do, they're secret weapon metals. Uh, my first one was... <laughs> I don't often use metals, no, but when, when I do, it's <laughs> the most interesting painter in the world. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, that's me. There you go. There you go. 
Um, the metals I use is pig iron, and I'm going to take a radium platinum. I have mostly P3 paints, guys, so that's what I'm going to be using. I'll I be honest, do. I use the hell out of GW Metallics, because GW Metallics are pretty solid. This is my favorite metallic color, and I don't even know if they make it anymore, but it's an old... Check out how old this GW bottle is. But they oh, don't that's, a, that's a thing of beauty right there. Yeah. You can get that from Coat to Arms. Coat to Arms still makes those paints. Yeah, I'm just yeah. saying, that's an old GW oh, bottle. Check this out. That's that's like old school like washes the fucker washes paint. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all mine are downstairs, but I got a couple. I got ruby red still because ruby red is yes. the best. I think about last year. Oh, is it is it here? Oh no, here it goes. I got a little bit left. Silicone <gasps> armor wash. Armor wash. Yes. This stuff is really. I say it's. It's not that impressive anymore. I mean, it's good, but like I can I can make it now. I know what it takes to make it. Yeah, yeah. but, that was but when you're starting, that was the original talent in the bottle. Yeah, it was. I don't there are... Armor wash, done. I still love the uh, the new Citadel washes, or shades, or glazes, or, you know, whatever it is they call them these days. The they really oil. have done a good job. Mm -hmm. I picked up some Nun Oil, and I had to get some more Adrath Earth Shade, of course. How can you how can you go with that Ag Agrax Earthshade? Good lord. I, you know what I like to mix the Agrax Earthshade with the uh, whatever the hell they call the blue now. Drakenhof Nightshade. Yeah. I mix them together and it makes a nice somewhat neutral tone that's it's not like that bright blue but it's darker than just the brown. It's, I like it. I take a, just like a water bottle cap you know just mix it up in one of those instead of putting it on my palette and watching it all spread out and dry in front of me. I paint washes straight out of the bottle. Yep. Well, I can't mix them and do that. Um, sure you can. You just mix a whole bottle of them. <laughs> that really is looking good, uh, Gonzo. Yeah, north a little bit. You're, you're falling off. There you go. Yeah, I remember because I'm just looking at it. Um... So, we, we talked about cons, do's, and don'ts. Let's talk about cons specifically. Um, John, I know your list is pretty short. What con are you planning on hitting? <laughs> I, I'm very glad you didn't make that plural. It made me feel a little bad. Uh, but I, I'm going to do my damnedest to hit uh, the Nova Open. Because it is in my backyard. I can get stuff you know, painted for them. Because apparently Malifa, which is one of the games I would consider playing a tournament in, mm -hmm. has painting requirements in their tournament document which I thought was an odd uh, an odd choice but uh, you know, not like a bad choice but mm -hmm. odd exclusionary is generally kind of weird but yeah I'm looking forward looking to try and get to that um, it is in my backyard so to speak so I should try and make it um, other than that uh, don't really have the time off I mean it should start climbing a little better now that I've passed a certain point of uh, employment in my uh, work that I can start looking at other stuff. Uh, Congo is going to try and get me to uh, go to Shorehammer next year, <laughs> which is December and just across the Bay Bridge. Well, Helen gone from the Bay Bridge tactically, but yeah, I'm going to look into that. We'll see what I can do there. I should have some 40k ready to go by then. I've been basing the crap out of them. Mm -hmm. But that's pretty much it. Um, it. It's weird that there's not a ton of cons in my local area, despite the fact there's so many people on the East Coast. I mean, really, what do you get in Boston before you get other rig, really big cons? 
you really got to get out of what I'd call an a, a easy drive before you get to a bunch of cons. Yeah. You'd think those would have more, but it just doesn't. It, maybe it's the venues are just too expensive for it to be feasible. Probably. That being said, there's a ton in California, in uh, like San Francisco, Los Angeles, San Diego. So that can't be cheap. All right, here you yeah, go. Yeah, cannot. I'll make you happy. Ready? Secret weapon armor wash. Oh, shit. Yeah, I don't. Mm. I, you know, what's funny about that is while I, I love their paints dearly, um, I, I've not actually used the washes Never except for ah. the soft body black. All right. Uh, well, okay. No offense, Justin. I just haven't had a chance to use the washes. Right. Yeah, break it out, Gonzo. She slapped it down. All right. This is what I have. I have I a null don't oil. Don't know anything about it. All right. I have a nun oil, secret weapon armor wash, or P3 armor wash. Tell me which one to use, knowing, Kathy. Knowing secret weapons quality as I do, I would go for that, and it may be slightly glossy, which is good over metallic paint. That's right. Oh. I'm gonna I'm gonna seal it <laughs> anyway, so I mean it'll. Yeah, if you, that's a good note. If you seal it and then you go back over it, you might have to use some brush-on gloss in certain areas. Or maybe mix brush-on gloss with uh, some regular varnish and get just a slightly shiny. But yeah. In any case, back to topic. Uh, Kathy, what cons are you planning on going to? Uh, I, I'm hoping, well, we haven't talked about it, but we had tentatively planned on going to GaryCon, which is the beginning mm -hmm. of March, but that is fast looming and i haven't talked to my friend who i was gonna go with about it so something tells me that i will probably not be making gary con that one's in lake geneva wisconsin it's uh the same town where gen con started and of course gary con is named for gary gygax uh the co-creator of dungeons and dragons with, yeah, my cousin uh, Dave, makes that a lot. Dave Arneson, I'd like to say, give Dave Arneson credit. Where That's fair. He, is, he, he doesn't get enough credit for that, unfortunately. Um, I I met him at a convention years ago, and he was a beautiful person. He's he's not around anymore, but he was really a a lovely man. I honestly say, all the game creators I've made have been pretty cool dudes. Well, yeah, for the most part, yeah. Um, so then Adepticon, of course, in March, the one that I volunteer at, we, we get there on Tuesday or Wednesday, start setting up uh, tournament areas, start stuffing swag bags for people, uh, set up Fort Wapple, and then we're off and running for the whole weekend. And Gonzo will also be there, so the two of us mm -hmm. are going to do a ton of game demos, uh, we're going to do Facebook Live, so be sure and if you haven't already, like our More Than Dice Facebook page so you get notifications for our live uh, streaming from the conventions that we're at, like Adepticon. And uh, then Little Wars is a small historical convention that my husband and I go to every year, which is in Lombard, Illinois. That's like, you know, a half an hour from our house. Uh Cool Mini or Not Expo, I just want to mention it because we were there years ago and we had a, a really good time. And that was at their first one. So it's grown, it's expanded, they have a lot more board games out now than they had back then. So that should be fun if people can make it that's in Atlanta. 
Um, what other ones are we going to? We're going to Origins Game Fair. Mm. Uh, Jim's going to be doing airbrush demos at the Badger Airbrush booth in the dealer's room. And so I will, again, be, you know, stopping at people's booths where they're doing game demos and doing some Facebook Live for everybody. Boom. So, and then Gen Con, of course. Mm-hmm. And after that, ReaperCon. So the same weekend as Nova Open and Dragon Con, uh, Labor Day weekend, ReaperCon has changed their dates. They used to be in late October. So now they're Labor Day weekend. Uh, the difference this year with ReaperCon is they have the, the event center and the hotel are the same venue. The last few years, the... There was the hotel, and then, like, a few miles away was the event center, which made it uh, difficult for people who were flying in to go back and forth uh, to their events. Gotcha. And where is that located? That's in Denton, Texas. Okay, uh, that's far enough away the, the East Coast. That's not a big deal, then. That's where the uh, Reaper Factory is. In yeah, Denton. I was a little worried when it's on the same date as two other cons, but, I mean, Denton, Texas is... Pretty much hell and gone from Dragon yeah. Con, and it's... very much hell and gone from Nova Open. Oh, geez, yeah, yeah. And so, when they first announced the dates, I thought we weren't going to be able to make it. But uh, after some discussion, we uh, we decided we we're going to do it anyway. So, we will be, Jim and I, will be at uh, ReaperCon and... Uh, this year at ReaperCon in the hotel, we're going to have a Fort Wapple, which for people who have not been to Adepticon, Fort Wapple is is just a, an area where you've got uh, tables and lights and you bring your stuff and you sit and you paint and you talk to people. And that's it. You just sit and you hang out and you paint your stuff and you talk about painting your stuff with other people who like to paint. It's fun. Yeah. Sounds like a great time. So that's my, uh, you know, so that's my conventions. And maybe I'll make it to Gamehole Con in November, which is up in Madison, Wisconsin. Which is another really small game convention. Well, yeah, it, has, it can't be that big. It's Madison, Wisconsin. <laughs> Shots fired. <laughs> uh, right now. I'm taking a little bit of that radium platinum and just kind of touching up some areas Ooh. to get like a, a little worn look to the metal. Metal. Can't stop the metal. For our so, listeners, Gonzo is painting this thing, and you'll want to find the video on our YouTube channel and and watch the uh, the painting. You can turn the sound off since you've already listened to us. <laughs> <laughs> Well played. Um, well, uh, Gonzo, I think it's just left with what cons you're planning on going to. And I know it's going to be a pretty exhaustive list. Um, they're actually, I'm going to like 11 different things, but not all of them are conventions. Okay. Uh, some of them are just, uh, you know, a... Large tournament? Large tournament, because they're qualifiers for War Machine Weekend Invitational. Um, so... Oh my god. Um, so there's not that I am going to go to Adepticon and I will be there. It'll be first time I get to actually hang out 
and I actually go to Fort Wapple because I didn't get to go last year. Um, I will be doing a couple of games. I'm going to be doing some demos and recording some demos. There's a couple of things I want to definitely hit. Um, but I'm going to be playing in the um, uh, qualifier to try to get, see if I can get either improve my score or just get better at War Machine. Um, other than that, at Adepticon, hang out with Kathy a bit. Uh, I owe her a beer, so I definitely have to do that <laughs> and bring something. Um, other than that, uh, let's see. I'm not going to Gen Con this year because it's just way too expensive. Um, what's one of my problems is I'm not rich like Kathy or John, so I have to be careful with my money. <laughs> that is hilarious. <laughs> oh, my God. I should tell you by the time my bank account hit thirteen dollars. Uh, we're going on someone else's dime and working. Um, so Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Don't ever confuse me with Rich Gonzo. Yeah. Please. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean I'll definitely be providing, you know, some stuff for us. Uh, mm -hmm. for the Facebook page. Um I'm going to Asgard Games, which is in Houston, and that's in March, but I'm only going for like the day coming back early Sunday. Um, cause it's another qualifier for War Machine Weekend. Um, what else? What are some other ones? Definitely, of course, cannot miss War Machine Weekend. And if you're a War Machine and Hordes player, that is the event to go to. I don't care who or what you... I just wish it wasn't about. in Seattle. Seattle's a long, long no, way. Oh, that's Lock and yeah. Load. Lock and Load is... Oh, Lock and Load. Yeah, yeah. War Machine Weekend. Yeah, sorry. War Machine Weekend Wait, is in St. Is... Louis. That's much more oh, okay. recent for that's... everyone. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 my brain went a different direction. It's almost like I've been drinking. Yeah. Um, and I help run a bunch of stuff there. That's I've been doing War Machine Weekend since it was, you know, we were surprised when 100 people showed up for it type thing. So Yeah. It, I, that's, one of, that's the last con I went to, and it was a great time. Yeah. It's always a good time. Yeah. Um, let's see. I did spend a morning throwing up. It was still a great time. <laughs> That's how good a time it was. Not even throwing up for an entire morning could make me have a worse time. Wow. Um, let's see. What's the hey. next one? Uh, definitely. Uh, I'm going to go. What's called? Uh, it used to be Gateway Open. Uh, part of uh, Gateway Open, but is now we're rebranding it as M3. Uh for what we need to do to get away from the gateway open name. And it's another qualifier, which I help run and help be a part of. And I'm going to be playing that qualifier. Um, I'm definitely going to, um, uh, recruits, which is, uh, Midwest melee, which is in Lee summit. Um, it's done out of the high school gym and their cafeteria. And it's been There's really cool. Where's Lee Summit? Uh, Kansas City, around Kansas City. Okay. Um, be hitting that, uh, and I'm going to because uh, my friend Damon begged me and begged me and begged me to go. I'm going to NashCon this year, um, which is also a points event, wildcard event for War Machine. Um, I tried to go last year, just couldn't make it, so I'm going this year. Uh, luckily, save it. Saving money by letting him... He's letting me stay on his couch for the weekend. That's cool. Uh, and I'm off school, so... Um, I'll go up a little early, and hopefully Damon can kind of show me around to some awesome eateries. Because I'm all about going to 
local food places when I go to a convention. Don't take me to like, you know, Chick Fil A, or don't take don't take me to a chain restaurant in your hometown. If you what if we take you to Portillo's oh. in our hometown? It better be a damn good restaurant that you take me to, or I will shun you forever. I'll be honest. You can take me to Chick Fil A in your hometown. That's fine. I love Chick Fil A, but Portillo's the best Italian beef, the best burgers. Mm. You know, it's a chain here, but it's like a local chain. Yeah. yeah. If you come down to Maryland, I'm taking a Mission Barbecue because they just have good food. Yeah, I mean, I don't, if it's a local to that area, okay, I don't, I don't have a problem with that. Just don't take me to a major <laughs> chain restaurant because I will like. I'll so you don't want to take it to McDonald's? Damn. Okay, I gotta change my. Yeah. Okay. Never mind. Yeah. So there's a place in in Maryland when I was working the Renaissance Festival there in uh, just outside of Crownsville, um, called Rick's American Grill, which is up Defense Highway, and uh, and they had some great seafood pasta, and I miss it terribly. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Fuzzy's Tacos is okay. I don't think they're still around. Fuzzy's is. Well, I mean, I don't think Rick's is still around. Oh. Now, I, of Did course, War Machine Weekend. Low guns, so go uh, north. That, sorry, hold on a second. I gotta fix this. Um, definitely, you know, when I go somewhere, I like to go to a, you know, a restaurant that's good. That's not something I can get somewhere else. I don't care about eating, you know. All oh the yeah, time. absolutely. That's we, one we of my things. We actually talked. We talked about that uh, when we went to uh, the original ATC part of the 40K ATC uh-huh. in uh, Nashville the first time. We went around and like the first time, first night we're like, oh, I went to this just in a strip ball random uh, Mongolian grill. Oh yeah, Ooh, that yum. was great. And then we're we're going around, we're trying to find a place to mail something uh, because one of the guys needs to mail something on Sunday, and we're like, hey, look, it's another, it's the same place. We look at each other, we're like, we're going there again. <laughs> Find a good place. You never know. I mean, shit. Sometimes you you find that that unknown gem. A lot of those yeah. small places make good food. But yeah, definitely try the, yep. the local food. I mean, the, all jokes aside, yes, I like I like Chick Fil A, but I would rather eat at some place local, local. Yes. Um, what other ones am I hitting? Um, I'm gonna be up in Minnesota for a convention. I can't remember the name of it. Uh, <laughs> run by uh, Matthew Lust. Um. When? I don't remember off the top of my head. I'll have to look. I've got a list of all the schedules. Um, but it's just a one day, but I'm thinking maybe staying like the night at a hotel, just driving up early. Because that's my hometown up there. That's yeah. my my home stomping ground. Your home stomping ground. And so I'm going to that one. Um, I've had a lot of one day conventions. Uh, there's a convention, uh, OzCon. Um, that is in... I feel like you're in the wrong continent for that. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I don't, uh, it, it's in, it's in, uh, Missouri, but in, they tried to have a, an event there last year, but they did it during the same time we were doing our local qualifier. And so we kind of pulled their players away. And so they've got a points event this year. So I'm going to go to that one. Um... I'm really, really looking forward to Adepticon this year because uh, there was it, I had a blast last year, not only in War Machine, but also just playing all the demoing games, looking at stuff, buying things. 
uh, meeting new people, you name it. Um, well, Oscon, fair enough. Um, I'll uh, still bring my Guild Ball stuff with the hopes of getting a pickup game of Guild Ball in. Oscon in April? Mm-hmm. I yeah, found it right here. Yep. Um, what else? I think off the top of my head, like I said, I'm hitting a lot of local... My thing is, is if it is four hours or less, I'll go to it if I have the money and the time. Like it, Minnesota? No. That's uh, probably a little more than four <laughs> hours yeah. from him. I know it is from me, and he's in Arkansas. Uh, Riverfront right. Ramble. That's what, that's what it is. Riverfront <laughs> Ram, Rumble. Um, that I'll be going to. Matthew Lust runs that event, I believe. Uh, Our Lutz? Ramble? Riverfront Rumble, I think is what it is, or Rumble. Looking, I'm I'm, yeah. I'm Googling as you're mentioning. If if, if if you look on a lot of the stuff I'm going to are wildcard and qualifier events for War Machine Weekend. That was my thing is to try to hit as many of those as I possibly can this year, and it's roughly about eleven events. Um, let me see what it's got here. So you find something. Riverfront Rumble. Uh, um, actually, there's one other I don't want to call, but a one day tournament I might try and make if we're still playing Infinity, and it doesn't totally end up at the same weekend that we're doing in, uh, inventory at work is uh, the uh, Baltimore Brawl, which is a big Infinity event. I've wanted to go for the last couple of years, but I just can't because it's the same weekend as inventory, and you are not permitted to take off for inventory. <laughs> one of those things that's like no. Oh, it was a say here. Reading is fundamental. Oscon, Ashcon. Uh, you said it's in Minnesota. Is it an actual qualifier? No, I think it's a point. It may be a qualifier. Oh, I it, got it. It's probably a qualifier then because they have I don't, a Facebook Riverfoot Rumble seven twenty one. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, it's actually a qualifier, sir. Yeah, definitely hit that one. <laughs> I'm trying to up my qualifier, and if I can try to get enough points and get in, blah blah blah. Just have a good time. Um, that's almost everything that I'm hitting this year. It's like 11 things. But I'm not counting like War Machine Weekend and Midwest Melee and Recruits and Gateway Open M3. Because um, Midwest Melee at Recruits is during June or no, August usually. And uh, sometimes I help out with that, and I always go to. It's always fun. M three is during June, and I'm on the committee for that, and I help with that, so I don't really count those that much. I'm at. I'm right now. I'm blacking out where I dry brushed over stuff, so I can get some good color on it. Um, other than that, that's pretty much everything I'm hitting. And if you see me somewhere, say hi. Yell at me. We may have some swag to give away. Um, Just yell at them anyways. Yell at me anyway. Yeah. Whatever you um, want to use. Shake your fist. Hey, fucker. I'll be like, yeah, what? No, 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 no. no don't say that in public. That's not friendly. <laughs> so Unless, you you're it it. Unless you're saying hey, it to me. Unless you're saying it to me. Hey, fracker. If you're going to do it, you use a sci-fi word. It makes it better. You got to <laughs> use should. a dorky word. Gotta say That's right. Word. Frack off. So, uh, yeah, just... Say hi to me. I have no problem. And if I don't your, recognize uh, you, let me know. Your pill bottle looked fantastic. Ooh, I know. Isn't it awesome? Look at that. Ah, 
Are you I doing have... the wash right now on your guy, Gonzo? No, no the wash is done. I'm just kind of cleaning up where I kind of over dry brush on paint on stuff where I'm putting paint. Okay. Uh, to get so it doesn't show metallic underneath it. Even though I didn't have to, it's just kind of something I always do because it's just, you know, I'm a nerd. Nerd. Yeah, nerd. yeah, you are. And then so is John, and so am I. Mm -hmm. So. So. Indeed. Indeed. Um, other than that, uh, what time is it, guys? I can't see what time it is. It is seven fifty-six. Just four minutes away from movies and media. Unless you uh, want to just switch on over to that right now. Um, before we do that, let's discuss uh, what's going to be happening a little bit on our next episode. We did do a little brief discussion. Oh on yes. It. Um, but let's role-playing games. So next week, guys, we're going to do our first role-play episode. And what it is is we're going to talk nothing but role-play games. Uh, since we are about tabletop gaming, uh, we are going to talk about different aspects of role-playing games, different role-playing games, do our favorites, take questions from you. So go to our Facebook page, find the post, and let us know what you think about it. If there's something you want to see, something you want to do, you know. We will answer know. all the questions. Yeah, all the even questions. If it's wrong. And, and and if there's something you want us to review, I will review any role-playing game because if I can't get a copy of it right locally, I know where I can get a copy of it, period. Um, <laughs> and I will I will always, always, always review an RPG because that's like my big nerd. With that said, we are now going to be offering something new free to our subscribers not on patreon just people that like to like us and watch us on facebook um myself and three other people are going to be participating in a role-playing game online we will be streaming it live on twitch uh we will not be you know letting anybody comment on it so we won't be able to see the comments but you can watch us and myself tim banky uh, Jackie and a friend of mine, Max, will be role-playing the fan, uh, Fantasy Flight's uh, Force and Destiny game. Which we will be recording, and we will put it on SoundCloud for people to listen to. That's a good system. I really like that system. Yeah, it is. It's I've, a really good system. To, to start the role-playing hype, uh, I've been talking to guys about... I wish someone could steal that system and make it work for a lot of different genres because yes. it is a very good role-playing system. One of the few where I looked at it, I'm like, this works exactly like you want a role-playing system to work. Um, I, back when, uh, it's been a few, uh, a month or so ago, I put up a post about people wanting to play, you know, a different game, uh, Blades in the Dark or... Fortune Destiny and the Blades in the Dark group kind of fizzled out and only like one person could do it during certain times. And so I got together with the Force and Destiny group and one guy wasn't able to play when everybody else played. So he, you know, was okay with us playing without him, which is, you know, that's kind of one of the things we're going to talk about is getting a group together. Um, and so, oh my God, it's falling over a bit. And so it's, uh, we got three of us. We're going to be doing it like not every other week, but it'll be on Wednesdays. We will stream whenever it. you can on yeah. Wednesdays. Yeah, whenever we can on Wednesdays, we're going to stream it. 
uh, live on Twitch. Or we're going to record it, of course, so people can listen to it later. But it is Star Wars Universe. Um, characters are we have two Force users and one bounty hunter. Um, and it is going to be so we don't mess with anybody's canon or anything else. It's 200, 200 years past episode nine. <laughs> that way, nobody it, can go, what, what, what? I'm like, no. You don't even know what happened in episode nine. I know. That's the reason why we're doing it 200 or years. Or do you? <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to do that. Um, we've so, already done our prequel and gotten the party together. Uh, and we did that, you know, it was just a big role-playing section. Uh, the characters are really good. Um, the people who are playing their characters are really nice. Um, we'll probably put up on something on the Facebook page, like background stories so people can know what characters are and just kind of do that. But ah. we're looking forward to that a lot. Um, so we are not playing next this coming Wednesday, but we'll be playing the, weekend after, the Wednesday after that. Oh, cool. Excellent. Mm. So I'm going to switch over to the media section so everybody's going to take a ride with me. Whoa! Oh. Ah, upside down Gonzo! Upside down. It's the hell of the upside down Gonzo! This guy needs to get a lot of hells. <laughs> Look a at his big hells. puppet eyes. Alright, let's switch over to the media section. I'm definitely going to be buying a new camera so we don't have to do this all the time. We just switch cameras. All right, media anyway. section. <laughs> Woohoo! Media section. All right, guys, we are now in the media section. Uh, who Sponsored has the by most? Tectonic Craft Studios. Ooh, welcome to Tectonic Craft. Thank you, Dan. Dan. Dan we is love awesome. Tectonic Art Studios terrain. Yes, nice. Dan is a really Stop. awesome guy. If you need any MDF or if you need any special stuff made too, he will definitely hook you up. He does some fantastic custom name badges for uh, conventions, too. Yeah, they're very cool. 100%. I definitely recommend getting those. Let me put my glasses back on. Oh, can I make you a little jealous? I got puppy oh. chow. Popcorn style puppy chow. I like popcorn. Yeah, it's puppy chow, too. <laughs> yeah, buddy. All right, uh, so who has I'm going to go eat something today? afterwards because I may have drank a lot. <laughs> you. you. You might have. Did you drink a liter of screwdrivers again? No, less screwdrivers, but I did have a root beer and root beer whiskey to start, and plus that more than a shot of uh, caramel vodka. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, maybe I drank. Let's just say I wouldn't drive right now. Thank you. Don't do that. I don't need to. I can roll down the stairs. Roll down the stairs. So, I'm circular. Works. Don't only, fall down the stairs. No, it's my roll. I can only have one thing I need to talk about today. Kathy, how many you got to talk about today? I have one thing also. John? I, I have one thing and a trailer that you also want to talk about, but Ooh. we're setting mine for last because Congo gets to suck it until last. <laughs> Ooh. Okay, so let's go ahead and go. Kathy, go ahead and go through because I actually want to hear this because I saw that you posted something about it, and I'm kind of curious. I'm going to eat my puppy chop popcorn while we do this. So, on the recommendation of my, my cousin Christine, who is just as much of a geek as I am, uh, I watched the, the show Dark. I didn't watch the entire series. I watched four episodes. It's a Netflix original, and it was made in Germany. So... It's all in German, but they do a voiceover, 
you know, and for people like me who like to watch foreign things and read the subtitles, uh, I actually ended up being pretty happy with their voiceover because there was so much going on, like, with the facial expressions, with things in the background, you know, little details and stuff that you know mean something. If you're sitting there reading subtitles and that's what you're looking at, then you're not looking at all of this other stuff that's going on. So with the voiceover, you didn't have to, you know, you didn't have to worry about that. But so what I have written down is my synopsis is there's a missing child. There's cheating parents. There's teenage drama. There's suicide. There's environmental issues. There's time travel. And there's a mysterious stranger. It's German. <laughs> also, the music is just what you would expect for something uh, German. And so the title of the series is Dark. The, uh, the sets are dark. The lighting is dark. It's raining a lot. Uh, there's, there's caves. There's, there's just dark areas everywhere. It's, it's very fitting. It's, it's atmospheric. Um, I really liked it. My, I watched it with my husband, and he thought it was boring. Uh, but I can understand this because it's agonizingly slow. The pacing is glacial. You've got, you've got one part where this lady goes up to this shack. She opens the door. She's standing in the darkened uh, doorway. Standing in the darkened doorway. Standing in the darkened doorway. I'm like, do something. <laughs> so, so you're telling me this series needs to get to the fucking monkey. Yeah, well, so I need to know what happens next. I'm hooked. Um, to me, I can get past the uh, the slow spots. Jim, he'll just be sleeping next to me on the couch, and that's fine. Uh, but I really, I like it. the The story is riveting. It's I, I need to know what happens next. So I'm watching it slow as it may be, but everything else about it is great. You know, the atmosphere is great. The actors are great. You know, the story is compelling. So it's definitely worth watching, but just know that the pacing is really slow. <laughs> Fair enough. So that's my review of Dark. Cool. Uh, I'll put it on my queue and give it a try. I'll remember that it's slower than Molasses in Winter. I won't because I know I don't have time for something slow right now. <laughs> Maybe if I'm sick one day and I've got time. Right. Um, uh, okay, I'll go next because you definitely wanted to do yours last. Yes. Um, hang out with uh, Erica and um, a couple other people and we were watching um, something came on TV. I was like, oh, I haven't seen this. I wanted to see if it's good or not because I like the original and this is just that show with the numbers scratched off. And so we turned on the Grand Tour. Okay. Which, if you understand, it is Top Gear with the serial number scratched off. Yes. If you like Top Gear, you're going to totally like the Grand Tour. It is 100% British humor, British stupidity. They give each other a bunch of shit through the show like they used to. It is pretty much Top Gear. Do, do you like Somebody Brain Crash? It's Somebody Brain Crash is hilarious. Um, it, it is a fair warning. Funny. They change it for season two. Do they? 
Well, okay. Yeah. I've, only, I've only watched a few episodes into season one, <clears throat> which was still good. Um, I, uh, we watched, like, what, four or five episodes? Um, it's quality. I mean, I, I'm not a huge car guy, but I love seeing cars like that and hearing reviews on type of cars because I don't ever see those media awesome, you know, badass they cars. Review cars for, they review cars, though, in a way that we totally understand what they're talking about. Correct. They're talking about stuff like we don't get. Like, every time they talk about something in the car, we're like, oh, we get that. Um, and, of course, the Stig is no longer there because... You know, that was rights, rights issues, but yeah. they have the American, the American, which is hilarious. Uh, the way he reviews cars, like, what is a V6 with a turbo? That just means, communist. yeah, communist, <laughs> <laughs> but then have a, you know, V8, V12. And, you know, it's like, he's, he's reviewing a Porsche and he's like, oh, it's a V6. Shit. My pickup truck can go faster than this thing. <laughs> I, I don't know how much of, uh, of a uh, goddamn uh, Top Gear you watched, but how did you feel about the intro to the first one? It was long, but man, that was a hell of an intro. I thought yeah. it was like old friends coming home. It was. Yeah. I mean, it's probably the first time I felt that about a series. We're like, oh, this is like old friends coming home. It was great. Yeah, I mean, like I said, and if you like, if you liked Top Gear, this is pretty much it. It's just yeah. the Amazon version. It's on Amazon Prime. Um, they don't have to worry about anything. They get away with whatever they want now. Yeah. Uh, they still play horrible jokes on each other, give each other a bunch of shit. Uh, yeah. all that type of stuff. I mean, some of it's just hilarious it, as hell. It, it is literally the same quality as the show. Um, maybe a little bit higher in some points, but a couple points, maybe they missed the mark. So on the whole, I would say it's just like watching a season of Top Gear. Just the episodes are a little bit longer. Yeah. So, I mean, if you like Top Gear... Highly recommend it. Didn't have to worry about any cracking shots with this because it's it's a it's a TV show. So I mean, but you could definitely have a shot just to just to warm yourself up watching. Yeah. So definitely liked it. Um, go see it. Go watch yes. it. If you, have, if you have Amazon Prime, it's free. Yeah. If you have Amazon Prime, you should be watching it when you can. Yeah. It's great. Like you got a long meal. Just uh, like I get home for dinner sometimes. And I'm just like, roommate's not home. I'll pop it up on the TV. Yep. Eat my dinner and watch it. It's a great time. So, I uh, recommend. Do you, talk, do you want to talk about the uh, trailer for uh, I Kill Giants? Oh, yes. We can do that before you get to Blast. Oh, yeah. Uh, Co- I, I, Congo. Need to, I, I need to draw this out for Congo. Okay. Um, <laughs> I didn't even know they were making a movie. Okay. If you haven't seen it, you need to see the trailer for I Kill Giants. Yes. Um, it is based off of a... I don't know if it was a comic first, but I saw it as a graphic novel. Um, and... It is the story of a little girl, uh, and she kills giants. But they're without ruining and spoiling, I can't tell you what it's really about. And that's a problem. Because I'm going to tell you, if you have a teenage kid, if you have a young kid, or you know anybody that has a young kid, uh, preteen or teen, Go get the graphic novel and then watch the movie. Graphic novel is really good. It's just a black and white cartoon. Uh, or black and white art. Um, it deals with nerdy stuff. The girl is into Dungeons and Dragons or the equivalent role-playing game. Uh, yeah. Into, you know, magical fairy stuff. And I'm sure they're going to update it to, you know, modern time 
geeky. It, it seemed like it was pretty standard, actually, because yeah. uh, so you definitely need to watch the trailer. You will get an idea what it's about from the trailer, but uh, they don't definitely put it all on the table for you. No, and they can't. The thing is, is it also deals, and I hope they really in the graphic novel they deal with bullying and friendship and mental health issues, and I really hope that they bring that into the movie. Um, yeah, because it's there's parts at the end that you know I reread it this weekend really quickly just to kind of refresh my brain about it, and you get really sad at the end of the end of the comic, and you're just like, this is ball kicking. But it's really good. I cannot wait for it. Please don't suck. Please don't suck. Please don't. It it doesn't look like it's gonna suck. It actually looks like very good quality. Yeah. The, the from what I saw was really good and really there's uh, there's scenes in there that happen that are in the comic. So I'm like, all right, don't suck for me, please. But if you like geeky nerdy stuff, um, really cool. The special effects look really neat. Also, um, like. You know, I want to say it's not teen drama, but teenagers in fantasy type settings and stuff. You'll like that. It's very. It's. I would say it's very topical for today's society. Yes, uh, and it really hits home. I mean, I mean, I teach kids that are this age, and when I read this, I can I can sympathize and feel, uh, and so I can't wait for the the movie to come out. I'm dying for it. Yeah, it looks pretty good. Definitely check check out the trailer. It's on YouTube, of course. Everything is on YouTube, but check it out. It looks pretty interesting. Yeah, even we're on YouTube. If you can't believe that. Yeah, holy shit! That put anyone on YouTube. <laughs> All right, John. Uh, oh. Go ahead, kick his butt. But before I kick his butt, uh, spoiler. Uh, apparently, I haven't seen Watchmen. I've of course read the graphic novel, but my buddy has that. So look forward to that in the next couple of weeks. I'm going to borrow it from him and watch Watchmen. Hmm. Because I feel like I should at least watch the movie. Because I mean, I really enjoy the graphic novel. It's a good graphic novel. Um, I know the movie's not going to live up to everything it is, but uh, I've seen a bunch of clips and feel like I should see the whole movie now. So uh, that'll be coming up here in a couple weeks, whenever he hands it to me and I can watch it. Unless I pull one of his tricks. He's actually had one of my videos for six years, five years. He's had it for many years, and he hasn't <laughs> watched it. So, uh, Congo really, really wanted me to watch an Indian movie, a Bollywood movie called Singham. And Singham is basically, so I don't think Indian movies have genres so much as American movies do, because it definitely switches it up during it. The closest I can say is a police action movie, though there's not a shit ton of action, there is a modern action and a lot of talking and uh, and slow-mo shots. I will say the director has his slow-mo pictures of the hero walking towards the camera on point. <laughs> he wanted me to watch it to suffer. Thank you, Congo. But no, he has that on point, and I did not actually suffer. This is actually not a bad movie. It was pretty enjoyable. The subtitles are very solid. Whoever subtitled it did uh, a great job. I, I got the gist of everything. I mean, a couple of things are cultural differences. Um, the couple action scenes they are are very good, though it's very much like one of those crazy kung fu movies when the action scenes. They do things that are totally not possible and expect you to just keep going. 
but it does show, it did show, like, the biggest thing it took from this movie. Uh, the, the basic plot is, uh, Singham is, and it takes a while to get there, it's literally a good 15 minutes in the movie before you meet the main character, aside from something I'll talk about in a minute. Um, and it takes another almost 30 minutes, about 30 minutes for the hero and the villain know about each other even. So the pacing is a bit weird, but they tell a, a love story in there, if you will. I want to say it's a love story. It's more like a young girl who falls in love with a guy because he's a badass, but you get the idea they're trying to portray. Like all uh, but, yeah, but Singham is a cop in a small village in India, and they all love him. He doesn't like he doesn't really arrest people. He's able to work everything out, you know, without having to arrest people, get it all work properly, you know, through just being a good a guy with great empathy, understanding what's going on, and, and just tries to work everything out, which is cool. You get the idea that this is a guy who does the right thing and does it the right way because he wants his village to be great. And the villain is a guy who is, like, standard, I'm rich, I do what I want, I kidnap people, I blackmail people, I'm going to be in political office because I got money. It's That's... St standard villain. And they eventually get together because he's acquitted of a murder, but he has to go report to Singham's village to check in every day. So he sends his guys down there, and Singham's having none of that. He needs the actual guy down there. And that's how they come into conflict. And then it gets to the villain transferring the hero to Goa City, so the big city, and then trying to make his life a living hell. And then Singham decides eventually, with his love interest support, that he's got to go to town, he's got to stay and fight this guy. And then, at that point, about an hour and ten minutes into the fucking movie, it gets pretty good. <laughs> you, you see he's willing to compromise and do things. At that point, it gets pretty interesting. Prior to that, there's one action scene, there's a love song duet sort of thing. And that sort of gets me to the weak point in our action movies compared to Bollywood movies. What our action movies need is the main actor <laughs> needs to have a large dance production where he sings his own theme song. Oh, hell that yeah. Needs, that needs to happen. Next time Arnold wants a movie, boom! You gotta have your intro song, Arnold. You gotta sing that. <laughs> I, that I don't know if I would pay to see Arnold do that anymore. Oh, I would pay to see that. <laughs> it may be a train wreck, but I'll still pay to see that. <laughs> but that scene is that whole. There's three musical pieces within it. One is the intro, which is very cool. Um, the second one is a love song, and the third one's a love song between them. And it's not like she's just a love interest. They actually don't threaten her really at all. She's supportive, you know, to the point where he's like, "I need to go away because this guy's going to do things I don't want to do." You know, I can't I can't stay here and fight him because it would make me compromise my morals. And the whole point is sometimes you just stay and fight and compromise your morals to fight the good fight. So there's some deeper stuff there. Um, as Congo <laughs> says he's going to stay and slap people. He actually doesn't just slap people. He whoops people's ass pretty well. But he is a big <laughs> one on slapping and like bouncing them off the ground like they're made of rubber. It is occasionally very odd, but 
the best I can describe it is it's kind of this com- this this combination of a little bit of love story, not very heartfelt one, and maybe it means more in India, but it's like okay, uh, a little bit of police action and a little bit of crazy kung fu movie, <laughs> all mashed together. Um, overall, so it's like two hours and twenty minutes long, a little bit over long. Like I said, it takes pretty much a fucking hour to get going. And about the time it gets going, they have an intermission. It even says intermission on the bottom. I'm like, oh, cool. I'm stopping here and going to the mouth of my life for a little bit. <laughs> when I came back, the next chance I had and watched the rest. So, um, definitely not bad. Um, I'll give it two shots of Kraken. It is probably better than the bog standard U.S. action movie. Uh, the actors are charismatic. The female lead is quite attractive and not a bad actress. Um, the musical numbers are not bad. If you like musicals, they're fine. I mean, it's an Indian, so you don't really understand it. There's obviously a cultural difference to a point, but it's pretty amusing. So, yeah, two shots of Kraken. It's on YouTube. Give it a shot if you are uh, you got some time. Looks like two and a half hours is a little long, but not terrible. And at least this means that Congo won't be bugging me to watch the damn thing anymore. <laughs> Looking at you, Congo. So he I should re- I'll use both eyes. <laughs> <laughs> See, now I'm in my head, I'm picturing a big trouble in Little China musical. <laughs> Do that. Uh, that's, that's, that's the kind of thing that'd be great. Oh, he, he's expecting a better, a worse rating than that. I mean, like, Congo, what can I say? It wasn't actually a bad movie. <laughs> Apparently, I, I did some research. It actually, like, it did well in India. In fact, the sequel broke some records. I don't know if I'm going to watch the sequel. Maybe if I get some time, but I need to go do something else for a bit as far as, you know, movies and all. It wasn't a bad time. It wasn't like I was like, oh, God, I can't believe I'm watching this. You know, it was interesting. Uh, it is subtitled, so if you're not used to that, it's a little off-putting. But I grew up on anime, so subtitles are just the thing that happens. I keep one eye on the subtitles, one eye on the screen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so there you go. That's that. That's good. Um, <clears throat> so with that said... Um, Guys, we're going to make sure you do it again. Make sure to check our Facebook page. Uh, check out the post that John put about on RPGs. Uh, give us some information. We'll, we'll have plenty of stuff planned, but we want to give you what you want. Uh, let us know if there's something you want to see, something you don't want to see. Uh, got questions about RPGs, reviews. Uh, I'll definitely do a review of an RPG. Just let me know. Um, L- keep let it- me know if my hobby streak uh, daily updates are annoying to you or not. I, I just keep updating on the those. page because, you know, what the heck? You guys see what I'm doing. Uh, also, um, if you are doing a hobby streak, make sure you update to the Facebook page, uh, hashtag hobby streak. Um, that way you don't clog up any other else's page with it. If you're doing it on your own, that's fine. But there is a website for hobby streaks to help keep you motivated. Um, it's an actual Facebook group yes. called hashtag hobby, hobby streak. streak. <laughs> Which is good to do. Um, yeah. What else? I uh, want to thank uh, the Adept24 for uh, for following us today. Thanks a lot. We appreciate it. Uh, we don't have all the little fancy bells and whistles that a lot of the Facebook group, you know, <laughs> Twitchers have. Well, yeah. But we We're appreciate not, it. We're not quite as advanced as those guys are, unfortunately. And I don't think I don't. I don't think I want to. I don't want to have a lot of things going all crazy because we want to be about the content, not about the flashy bits. Yeah. And well, you know, guys- the, the people who listen to us without watching. They can't see all that stuff anyways. Nope. So, I mean, we want to be able to do that for you. Um, what else? Uh, we will yeah, be making... 
a... Go ahead, John, because mine is an announcement. <laughs> if you guys have a movie you want us to watch or something, if it's available through one of the free streaming services, let us know. We'll watch it. We'll review it. Come on. I mean, we. I actually enjoy reviewing things for you guys. Try not to make it too horrible, but I think, honestly, my bar has been set low enough with uh, <laughs> Atlantic Rim that I don't have too much to worry about. But I guarantee if you send a movie and I start watching it, I will finish it. That's what I do. Emoji movie. I, I have a movie. Not for free. <laughs> I have a movie that I think you both would like that you would find amusing. And I don't know if it's uh, available anywhere, but it's called Astropia. Astropia. And it's when uh, Icelandic. Oh, that might be difficult. Yeah. Uh, let me check I actually I have it. the DVD. It's available. It's actually worth owning. I, I found it very amusing, and role-playing is in it and the game store. So, Oh, wow. Just throwing that out there. Got it up. <coughs> I will look for it. Um, <coughs> we may have to do that. We may have to do a $20 to make John watch the Emoji Movie and give him the 20 bucks so he can go buy it. <laughs> Oh, you lord. Uh, no, thanks to our sponsors. At, at that point, I think I have to buy it. Much to my chagrin. Um, oh, and next week, uh, I've told Rob, who bought me the Transformers collection, that I will watch the last night first and then go back and watch them all in a row. So, right. woe is me. <laughs> I expect that. I'm going to try and uh, see it this week. Uh, I don't have anything really necessarily stopping me, but you never know. Last week was kind of weird because I had to close two days because someone was sick. Um, There's a lot of that happening. Yeah, I know. Way too much. Uh, pay attention to our Facebook page on Tuesday. Uh, no, we're going to do it Monday. We'll do it Monday first thing in the morning, so we'll have it ready. Uh, we got an announcement because we're going to have a special guest on, and he's provided us with some stuff. Uh, yeah. We'll set it up so everybody can see. It's about a new miniature game coming out. Um, and we will do a Q&A with the designer. Um, so keep an eye on that. Other than that, anything, got, anything else? Kathy? John? Uh, thanks to our sponsors, Broken Egg Games and Tectonic Studios. Awesome, guys. Go check out their stuff. Other than that, we're going to get Bye. out of here, guys. I'm gone. Please don't pay twenty bucks. Make me play the Mojo movie. So. <laughs> I'm Kathy. <laughs> I'm John. And the monkey Thank next you. to me is John. <laughs> I'm a monkey. Okay. <laughs> I think we should do the twenty bucks for him to watch the movie. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know who would put somebody through that for free? I'm not doing it for free. Fuck that. <laughs> it's not available for free. Not watching it for free. I'll pay movie for Thank you, Tommy Drinking. I will pay money for movies that I have a slight interest in. But for that's free? A, that's actually a pretty good deal. Way to three could go. He says that we should stream you watching it. No, God. That's. that's oh, my God. I'm not even sure that's feasible. Again. I will definitely buy it, watch it, and then crack the disc on live video. <laughs> so no one else has to watch that shit again. Assuming it's that bad. Oh, we should do this. Could, uh, could be amazing. The critics might have all been wrong. Yeah. yeah I'm sure they're all wrong. 